We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. 8-2 lead for the Phillies in the middle of the seventh now uh, over the Braves. You got the Astros and Twins now tied at one apiece. Both teams minus 110 on the money line. Live total, 7.5. That game's in the third already. Moving really quick, actually. Yeah, it is. That's a quick game right there. Looking like an under game early, but of course anything can happen. The uh, Phillies, definitely not a uh, under game as the Phillies hit no, the no. over by themselves. It's insane. Live total's 11.5 still in that game. <laughs> And I probably still wouldn't jump on the under in that one. So Phillies were a good look, under not a good look. And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. just bet the Phillies because it, it, you know you're, you don't want to be on. You just want to make the money, obviously. And the Phillies themselves can score ten runs in this game. And I was right. I was right. That was a great breakdown. Phillies, great real, breakdown, real deal. Eight runs on the board, Trista. The Braves two, which equals ten, which equals the total going over. Good math. Thank you. Good mathing. Even on, a, even on a Wednesday. You know what I forgot I did on Saturday morning? I oh. said, I said, uh, I forgot what part of the show, but I definitely said that it was Friday like three times because my mom sent me a message and she's like, you know, today's... during that show, really? Yeah, like for Saturday college football. That's like, how what would, yeah, I was, was going to say, what would even make you think? So like... I loved, I loved the show, the BeckQL tailgate to kickoff. Check it out this Saturday, especially because there's about like seven bets that I really like and we've been hot in college football. Gave a little bit back, unfortunately, on Sunday night with the stupid Cowboys. But stupid college Cowboys. football, we've been hot. We might only bet college football moving forward, other than tomorrow night because we love the Denver Broncos. Beat that. You book, don't Trista. actually. You actually we don't love, love it. the Broncos. You do not love it. Oh, matchup and narrative wise, we love them. You don't love the matchup. Okay, but anyway, um, I, yeah, I kept saying Friday, and I don't know why, guys. Uh, so what I forgot that um, about doing the Saturdays is that we also do the Fridays and we get home at like midnight. Right. Yeah. And some mornings I'm just like crisp. Some mornings I really need that extra cold brew. And I mm-hmm. I tried to go no coffee this Saturday morning. Oh, that's a terrible idea. It, it was a bad choice, guys. Especially with how much coffee you drink. You're drinking coffee at 1030 at night. How are you going to not do coffee? Well, I'm trying like... to limit that so then when I get home I could actually sleep at night and get I've at been... least five, six how hours. How long have I been oh telling God. you to do that? A long time. Yeah. So I finally took your advice. But here's the thing. Has it been working? Talk to my doctor about this and I said I gotta limit the coffee a little bit the caffeine and so what I was told was if you just wake up and you drink a bunch of water and you hydrate yes yeah that, that wakes you up that's false that's completely false that's not they also say a 30 minute BS. walk is equal to a cup of coffee yeah none you, of, none of this and I do do that but it's just not true it's guys not I need the coffee I need the caffeine what you need is you just Try get this off tonight. the coffee this is the uh, Blue Slush Energy, the Whitney Simmons, zero sugar, oh, so it's only 10 calories. How what much artificial Whitney, sweeteners in it? The uh, Whitney Simmons? <laughs> it's just a made-up energy drink now. 200 milligrams of caffeine. It's gluten-free, though. It's vegan, and we get a little uh, B12 in there, too, which is good. You well, know? that's good. Yeah. At least you have that. Got to get that B12 during cold and flu season <laughs> to keep you healthy. As much as you can. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the, we haven't gone to the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year in a, in a while, actually, other than just talking about C.J. Stroud on his own. I mean, heavy favorite now at this point, plus 110. At Puka Nakua, is it plus 350? And then it's Bijan at 5-1, to one, and then all the way down to 20-1, to one, Jordan Addison. So we know who the big three are going to be yeah. in this. But this, this just feels at this point, like we can look here and say Puka Nakua is having really a historic season. Bijan Robinson's been great, though he hasn't gotten to the end zone on the ground. It's been more of as a pass catcher right now. This is C.J. Stroud's award to lose. With what he's been able to do, not throwing a single pick yet this year, putting up a ton of yards, throwing the ball as much as any quarterback is in the NFL right now. 
behind an offensive line that's got third stringers, backups to the backups to the backups, are all out there for C.J. Stroud. Yet he looks like a veteran. He looks like a pro. He looks like a guy that's been out there five, six years winning Super Bowls and winning MVP. Okay, maybe he doesn't look like an MVP. But, I mean, he has been above and beyond not only what anybody expected, but now you've added in all these other wrinkles and he's still succeeding with that out there too. We know that, look, quarterbacks are always the glamorous position. You know it with MVP. It's the same thing with Offensive Rookie of the Year if you got a quarterback that's playing the way C.J. Stroud is too. Yeah, man. I, I think that the whole C.J. Stroud, all that, like, I don't know if it was slander, but it was, certainly was, like, a lot of negative negativity around that pick too, Oh, there's right? a bunch of slander. Just, I mean, he 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 didn't do well on a test. And then you're like, well, what is the test? And everybody's like, oh, you just got to trust me, bro. This test, all the quarterbacks that fail this test, anybody that fails, complete bust. And I'm like, well, what is the test? If, if, if I don't know and if you don't know, then how the hell is C.J. Stroud supposed to know? Maybe he was a little hungover. You know, maybe it was a night where he went to Andy's Pizza, ate That's two whole pies, it. had a little bit of a tummy ache, and was up all night. I've been there. And he so, was, had a little post-pizza brain fog. That's, I hate when we do that with the testing and when we do that with the hand size and the bench press because you know what always passes for me? The eye test. And I saw C.J. Stroud play good enough to beat Georgia. And I was like, oh, what's the knock on C.J. Stroud? Well, he's not athletic enough. I don't know. He used his legs in that game. He made every single throw. The only reason they didn't beat Georgia is because some field goal kicker couldn't do his damn job. Do you think he would have been the number one pick if they would have beaten Georgia? No, I think it was always Bryce. You know the thing I think is, it should, I should have been CJ. CJ was the number one pick in the regular, like in the middle of the season, and then over time, yeah. it was just finding ways to bring him down. Yeah, I mean, he deserves the the offensive rookie of the year. Absolutely, it's it's his to lose now. For sure, it was. Well, he plays in the Ohio State offense. He's he's not going to play with those wide receivers again. It's it's an Ohio State quarterback. You look at you know Justin Fields and these guys. Can he get to his second read, this, that? But, yeah, I never understood the knock on C.J. Stroud. You know, he's – I think he's going to be really People good. People thought they were getting Dwayne Haskins just because they both went to Ohio State. I think he's going to be – I think Stroud's going to be the real deal, man. I don't know that I would bet him right now, though, at plus 110. Yeah. I feel like, obviously, you missed the price. Oh, like, uh, of course. I think Puka's only going to put up better numbers, and it seems like Tutu's kind of the odd man out as far as, like, the target share. And problem is we saw so many targets for Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. that I'm worried that we're going to see more of what we saw from Puka this last game than what we saw at the beginning of the year, where it's like seven catches for 71 yards versus 12 for 120. Oh, right. and Stafford and Cup are, like, best friends, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Too. And listen, it takes some of the attention off Puka, there's no question, but, like, before Cooper Cup was out there, look at the numbers that he put up. Yeah, for sure. The, the guys I would look at, Dalton Kincaid, they're not using him. They're using two tight ends more than any other team in the league. Buffalo, but they're not throwing the ball to Kincaid, so I probably wouldn't play him at fifty to one. But it's a decent price. Sam Laporta forty to one, just because he's a huge weapon in a really good offense. He could put up big numbers. Zay Flowers, because literally there's no other deep threat that could stay healthy. But I was, I was torn if I had to make a bet today. I would look at Jordan Addison only because Justin Jefferson is done for a long time. Um, he's on the IR, so you're not going to see him at least for a month. But I just I don't like the Vikings guys, and if they lose to the Bears. Maybe they blow that thing up. What do you think about Bijan? Obviously, like the price, you're missing it a little bit here. It's only five to one, but if Atlanta's good enough to win nine, ten games, yeah. Listen, Bijan is somebody that has the ability to do both for them in the run game and the pass game, and we've seen that. It's just more consistent now. If they're going to give him just he, he just needs to get in the end zone on the ground. We haven't seen much of that yet. You're going to need some of those numbers for him to win it. But like, 
I think they've made it clear that he's their feature back. He's their main guy. They're giving him the football. They want to have all the opportunities that they can to just make him the focal point of that offense. And look, I don't expect Desmond Ritter to be what he was last week every single week. I'm sorry. No, like, only at home. We, everybody was getting all excited about Zach Wilson after one game. Oh, he looked good, yeah. but he still screwed up at the end of the game, and all of his teammates were patting him on the back. So what? Yeah. Like, I think B. John Robinson's got a chance to still be a star this year, but it's just going to be difficult because, again, it's it's easier for a rookie running back to win offensive rookie of the year, but you're still playing behind and fighting for that award when you got C.J. Stroud playing the way that he is. If C.J. Stroud hits a rookie wall, though, that could be the difference. Well, and and not just that, but if you look at what Brees Hall did in his rookie year compared to what before he got hurt, compared to what uh, Bijan is doing, it's just on a whole other level, really. I'm trying to get uh, Brees Hall stats right, so. In 2022, he had 80 carries for 463 yards, four TDs, right? But you look at Bijan, he's only getting like 14 attempts per game. He's only, like, he only has two two games so far over 100 yards, mm-hmm. and the other ones aren't even close to 100. Yeah. Last one, 46. Two weeks ago against the Lions, and listen, I know the Lions have a really good rush defense, but that's just, you still have to be better than 3.3 yards per pop, right? 33 yards for Bijan there, and then against the Panthers, and like the Panthers aren't one of the best defenses in the league by any stretch of the imagination. 10 attempts for 56 yards, so just not getting the workload for me. Yeah, he's getting a little bit of work in, in the receiving game, but it's kind of all over the place. Six against the Panthers, two against the Texans, so... It's a no for me for Bijan. Yeah. Uh, and I was really high on him before the season started. I'm yeah, actually, rightfully I'm gonna, so, too. I, it's not the best price. I'm going to play a little Bijan right now at 5-1. to one And always, of course, shop around for best price, though, uh, as well. Because I just look at the upcoming schedule. And I already played Atlanta to go over 8.5 wins. And I look at it, and you got the commanders. I mean, yeah, uh, to start the season, there was a lot of Tyler Algier. But... I think the workload's only going to go up. And also, like, the workload's not going to be there against teams like Detroit because of what you said, T. They're a top-five run defense. And if you're playing from behind in those games, unfortunately, even though Desmond Ritter's not very good, you have to drop him back. But what I like about Bijan is he's the only back that's leading their team right now in receiving and rushing yards. I think the workload only goes up, and I think there's plenty of winnable games that they're going to be able to run the ball, and he's going to get the 15 to 20 touches because you get the Commanders, you get Tampa, you get Tennessee, you get Minnesota, you get the Cardinals, and you get the Saints. Whereas with the Texans, I think they're going to be fun. I don't know that they're even going to go over their win total, though. Like, look at the schedule they got coming up. The Saints, Panthers stink, but then it's Tampa, it's Cincinnati. You know, it's the Jags are coming up a little bit later on in the schedule. Then it's, like, the Jets, the Browns. So I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I think Atlanta could sneak in in the NFC. So I don't hate Bijan at that price, and I don't know that we're going to get a better price. Um than five to one. There's names. You, there's names you can eliminate shop too, around. right? I think Achan's probably done. He's going to miss a ton of time. That sounds sucks. so sad. It sucks because he's had such a great year and he really had an opportunity to kind of climb that. He's out. Zay Flowers is dropping too many balls. That's just not happening. That offense still needs some time, I, clearly, to click. Yeah. Anthony Richardson now going to miss at least four weeks, so you take him off of this, and he had at least a chance. He was able to kind of get. A little bit more consistent throwing the football. We know what he could do with his legs, but we certainly saw those flashes at times where he was throwing the football well. He's out. Sam Laporte is interesting because he's been a monster. I mean, he at forty to one, it's just hard to pick a tight end. Like if we're being honest with ourselves, a tight end's not going to win this award. But he's got a chance to play like an offensive rookie of the year this year. But you know, then you, after that, I mean, it's pretty much just you know Jackson Smith and Jigba. Like at, I at also, fifty to one. I also think this is interesting because maybe 
remember, the only reason that Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year was because Brees Hall went out with the mm-hmm. uh, ACL tear. So what if, just maybe, with the Justin Jefferson getting shut down, maybe he doesn't come back, and Jordan Addison gets all the Justin Jefferson targets? Unless they trade Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that'd be my concern. <laughs> and be my, but it's 20-1. to 1. And they're yeah. working out Colt McCoy apparently right now. Colt McCoy throwing. I'll tell you what, I'm taking Jordan Addison props every single week now. Oh, yeah. He's or KJ Osborne, of one of the two. They, you could like just pick and choose between Cousins the Cousins did throw a lot. KJ Osborne may not be that dude, but he still gets a lot of targets there. But, yeah, that, that that's a team right now where it's looking like, okay, they may be talking, just pack this thing up the rest of the way. So Jordan Addison may be all by himself. But if you got nobody throwing the football, who knows what it's going to be. But, yeah, I mean, there's certainly – Certainly a lot of guys that need to try to chase down C.J. Stroud the rest of the way. So, yeah. All right, we got uh, talk to Bob Nightingale next. Baseball playoffs continuing. Three games tonight. It's bad MGM tonight.